Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the best of the Joe Show. Running down some of the best audio you've heard right here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on a Feel Good Friday. Going to send you off into the weekend of feeling good. Going to play some good reggae music that will make you feel irie throughout the show. Plus the Joe Rose Show. Going to be catching up with Brandon Lang. That guy knows how to feel good. And he's also going to give you some of his fantasy picks and teams that you should put a little jelly on this weekend. Also, the Dan Lebetard Show. Celebrity prognosticator Steve O. That is pure gold. Then Hawk and Crowder. It is a football Friday. Right now, i got some Friday headlines for you. Demanding action rather than symbolic gestures. When it comes to social injustice, the Dolphins will stay inside during the Star-Spangled Banner this season. Miami versus New England this Sunday at 1 here on 560 to Joe. Cameron Harris ran for 134 yards and scored twice to lead the U over UAB 31-14. Miami plays Louisville next Saturday the 19th. In game one of their seven-game series with the Phillies last night, the Marlins got a walk-off win. Miami now holds the number one wild-card spot. Inter-Miami has come to terms with Juventus's Gonzalo Higuain. Inter plays Orlando tomorrow. Tonight in the NBA playoffs, it's Denver taking on the Clippers at 6.30 with L.A. up 3-1. Then at 9, game seven between Boston and Toronto. Winner gets the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. George Floyd's family will be in attendance at the Vikings' home opener Sunday against Green Bay. Every NFL team in Week 1, in addition to the Star Spangled Banner, will play a lip, airy, voice, and sing, which is considered the Black National Anthem. Naomi Osaka will face Victoria Azarenka in the ladies' U.S. Open Finals Saturday. Osaka is a resident of Boca Raton. Tonight at 8 in Game 3 of the NHL Eastern Conference Finals, Tampa will take on the Islanders with the Lightning up 2-0. And now we take a step into the day spa. Ah. Florida man was arrested for being under the influence, impersonated a police officer, then pulling over an actual cop. Not me, I think. Amsterdam-based gambling site BonusFinder.com is looking to hire a professional cheeseburger tester. Hmm, I wonder how you could work up your appetite in Amsterdam in order to do this job the best you can. I don't know. 
A woman in London was surprised when she received X-rated veggies from her grocery delivery service. Some of the items included cleavage squash and penis eggplant. Mmm, I'll take two of each. A wild mouse in Canada recently ate a cannabis plant and promptly passed out. Well, at least he gets it. Never get high on your own supply. Now on the weather. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures around 80. Football is here. And the Joe Rose Show has Brandon Lang on to tell you everything you need to know when it comes to maybe making a little wager. Do you take the Dolphins Sunday? How about New Orleans or Tampa? And then, do you like the Browns? Who could, wait a second, what could that be? I haven't heard that money, money, money. Well, who could that be? Joe, I am excited because... Out of nowhere, our guy, Brandon Lang, yet last year was on with us all the time. BrandonLang.com, host of Believe in the Sharp Edge on the Believe Podcast Network. We saw him at Radio Row the last time the world was normal, and he hung out with us for a while, and now he's Oh, on he, the was line. he was hurting. He was hurting. He was running hard. He was running hard. Brandon, good morning, and welcome back. How the heck are you? Ah, the boys in South Florida. We're back, baby. So let's just start this off with a bang. So yes, I got COVID. Uh, I did Facebook Live from the hospital. I, I validated every day how I felt day one, day two, day three. But day four was kind of weird because when you're in the hospital, you still got to wear your mask, protocol, whatever. So I'm sitting there and this nurse walks in and I hadn't seen her in the rotation of, you know, the nurses that are rolling in and shifts and stuff. And she was porn star hot blonde hair she had her her, her breasts were propped up and, and and the first tell was she she was wearing high heels not the white nurse's shoes so i'm thinking days of thunder one of my boys sneaked one in here sort of i don't know what's going on but i'm like okay I'll, I'll go with it so she picked the clipboard up and i'm thinking clovid nurses gone bad three i don't know i'm just like this girl is porn star hot so i say okay so with my mask on she picks up the clipboard looking at my vitals and, and i say are my testicles black and she looks at me like excuse me and i go are my testicles black so she lifts my sheet up and she takes my johnson and she's you know moving it around and she takes you know takes my testicles like they're marbles and she's, she goes on for about 45 seconds to a minute and I, i'm like whoa and she goes no they're fine and when i pulled my mask down i said are my test results back so you know it was a good start and uh you know we were rocking and rolling oh so, there we go what's up boy you're such an idiot there we go i had you going too had you good so, so how the hell are we going to pick games with COVID-19 just when you think you got a good feeling all of a sudden week two or three and two key guys offensively you find out aren't playing? What are you telling people? How are you picking games? Okay, so last night, you know, I started off the season last Thursday and had a nice pick on South Alabama, plus 12 and a half over Southern Miss, and then Monday night BYU. And then last night, when I was breaking down Houston and KC, I basically had, I think, 21 radio shows yesterday, and I said the same thing. If you're handicapping games, with no OTAs, with no preseason games, you have to lean towards clubs that have a veteran coaching staff that has been in place, a veteran presence that has been in place, basically a team that's been together. So when I looked at that game last night, it opened 11 and a half, went down to nine and a half. I said to myself, as much as I want to use Houston here, I just think Kansas City at home, fans or no fans, 17 to 22 starters back, the entire offense back. I love this kid from LSU. I said, I don't think 
offensively, they're going to miss a beat. And I don't want to be sitting there down double digits hoping Deshaun Watson gets me a backdoor. I think this offense with just, again, veteran presence, they've been together, they, they're they implemented in the system. And as you saw, they just all night long, they look like in midseason peak form. And, and it was good to watch Casey do what Casey does. So nice to get a win. So as you handicap the weekend, I think you take the point spread and kind of throw it out the window and just look at teams that have been together and have played together with no transition in coaching staff with coordinators and whatnot and roll with that because I think Casey last night showed you that they didn't miss a beat. Brandon, that's a perfect transition into the Dolphin-Patriot game on Sunday because the Dolphins have a ton of new players, new offensive coordinator, still the same head coach and the same quarterback, but a lot different. And the Patriots have a new quarterback, no Brady anymore. The defense is kind of all over the place from last season. How the heck do you look at that game, Dolphins and Patriots on Sunday? I think I trust Flora's knowledge of Belichick and the fact that they went in there last year plus 17 and a half and won the game outright basically cost the, the Patriots home field advantage and because of that they lose to the Titans around not home field advantage but a first round bye and that led to getting beat by Tennessee I listen I wouldn't trust Cam Newton laying six and a half seven anytime any place anywhere I think it's a close game I think it goes down to the wire and I think the value is with is with the bearded wonder plus the points speaking I think I know where you're going to go on this Tampa Bay is going to go to New Orleans and the, the sexy matchup Sunday 4 o'clock game on Fox. New Orleans got a lot of guys back. They're at home. Tampa Bay, these guys have not played together yet. They look great on paper. What happens in this one? I like the value of, of Brady plus three and a half. Now, yesterday it came out that Evans might be a scratch with, with a hammy problem. So I think you have to just sit back and, and wait and see what his status is because I think he is a huge part for what they want to do. I still lean towards Tampa Bay plus three and a half. I think their defense, which the last six games of last year was ranked in the top three. Their young average age is 28 years old. And I think Bowles did a tremendous job with him last year with no risk it, no biscuit. So I still lean toward them plus three and a half. The Saints in home openers, one in, one in six, their last seven against the spread. That's an interesting one right there. The, uh, the Cleveland Browns still uh, giving people kind of, you know, headaches. I know they're a seven and a half point dog or something close to that against the Ravens this weekend. With that offense and the way that it could be, why are they dogs every single week, it looks like, when they're playing a decent team? Especially this week. The Ravens are a much better team than the Browns, I think. But no no respect for the Browns and that offense of what it could be, right? And I listen, new coach new system. I think the Ravens make a statement here. And you guys know me. I'm not a big chalk guy. I'm a dog guy. I look for dog. But in this case here, single digit, this reminds me of the Chiefs game last night. I don't think that Ravens offense is going to miss a beat with Lamar. When the Browns beat the Ravens last year early, they went 4-12 and 12 against the spread. Their last six, they're four, they went 4-8 and eight against the spread their last 12 to close out the year. I don't trust them. And I just think the Ravens at home, much like the Chiefs did Thursday night, going to handle their business and win by double digits. Well, we got a lot of good games that first week. How about Green right. Bay, Minnesota? What are your thoughts on that That's one? it. That's it. I always say there's there's quarterbacks in this league that you, you when you're getting them plus the points, you have to take them. If you lose, you lose. But you can count on one hand how many times you're going to get Aaron Rodgers as an underdog this year. 
maybe three times. He'll be he'll be a favorite the whole year. So getting him plus three, buy the half, get three and a half. I'll roll with A-Rod plus the three and a half. I'm not sold on Kirk Cousins. I'm not sold on Minnesota. Green Bay last year won and covered both meetings with Minnesota last year. And I'll come back with A-Rod again. Green Bay plus the points. Last year, the start for the Dolphins, uh, obviously one of the worst we've ever seen. And we thought this could be a monumental bad season for them. And they were double-digit underdogs that looked like they were going to be all year long. Is that what we're going to be talking about with the Jaguars this year? Another eight-point dog versus the Colts. But are they going to be double digits almost every week at this point? Yeah, but I want you to think about this. I I, I actually like them plus the eight at home. Wow, okay. Do you really trust Philip Crimea Rivers in a new system to go down to Jacksonville in that heat and just show up and light it up like he's in L.A. or San Diego playing for the Chargers? I just don't see it. Listen, listen, now let me say this. Even as bad as they were last year, they covered three of the four games when they were getting six points or more. As bad as they were, in the four games that they were getting six points at more, they covered three of them. And you listen, Joe, you played in the NFL. You can be bad, but when you're a home dog in the NFL getting more than a touchdown, it's a weird dynamic. Listen, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust Phillip Rivers laying more than a touchdown against SMU on the road. Florida International on the road, plus 12 at home against Rivers. I'm taking Florida International. I'm just telling you. Rivers is a Rivers Rivers is a pick six away from a not. He is Mr. I will throw you a pick six on Sunday. Like the Jags. We're over format time, but, man, it sure is great have, having you back, man. It, it is. I'm so hey. glad you called us and just said, let me talk to the guys in South Florida. That was awesome. Hey, it, it's football season. I'm actually in New York playing a little golf, sitting outside of Starbucks, and I'm telling you right now, while we were on the air, three MILF dime walked in and out of Starbucks. And one thing about New York, when they go to Starbucks, they wear the high heels. They, they The MILF <laughs> showcase when daddy's at work. So uh, it's the magic of whenever I do your guys' oh, show, man. whatever Starbucks I'm sitting outside, of, I guarantee you the over-under of dime pieces going in and out, three and a half, I bet the over, and, and every, you guys, the magic of South Florida, starbuckmills.com. Guys, I love you. Let's have some winners. Thanks, man. Football is here and everyone seems to be in gear. Got to love Joe Rose in the morning from 6 to 10. You know, he's spending all weekend working the football games, watching the football games, basically being the football games. Speaking of the games, the Dan Lebetard Show. They've got celebrity prognosticator Steve O next on the best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day at Dan Day Radio on Twitter, and it is a feel-good Friday. So my man Anthony B. Letting you know he's a king in my castle, and you should be a king in your castle too. Tell us something. King in my castle. King in my castle. I'm a king in my castle. Anthony B. King in my castle. Make you feel irie going into the weekend. The Dan Levitard Show always makes you feel good, whether it's weekdays or weekends, but you can usually hear them weekdays. From 10 to noon right here on 560 The Joe. What do they get into early today? Celebrity prognosticator Steve-O. He was kind of feeling a little bit. He told some Mike Tyson stories. And he also lets us know why he got kicked out of the U. And now it is time for Celebrity Prognosticator. Let's win some money. 
They smoked five grams of cocaine over the course of three hours. Uh, Steve-O, thank you for being on with us. The Wild Ride Podcast. Get it wherever it is you get your podcast. We have really missed you, sir. Thank you for being on with us. Who again. wouldn't miss him after that story? Yes, I yes. Mean. It was a really great yeah, story. Yeah, dude. Dude, you know, um, next week on the Wild Ride Podcast is Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, a reunion. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I'm super psyched about that. Okay, guys, let's talk football. Uh, uh, we will. Do you know how difficult <laughs> it is? Like my bosses. Do you, do, you, do you know how difficult it is to be a flea market circus clown who's Steve-O and have that be like the second most impressive thing about what we talked about the last time? But anyway, let's talk some football because he doesn't want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I don't care, man. I'll, I'll talk about whatever, dude. I'm easy. But are you good at picking games? We've got lines here provided by Caesars, William Hill. Are you good at picking these games? You know, I've never been a gambler, man. My maternal grandfather, he gambled away all his money and blew his brains out. <laughs> the true story. You know, gambling was always just kind of a weird thing that I didn't want to mess with. But with that said, you know, I enjoy football, and I'm, I'm happy to pick some games for you. I can't believe that a man who uh, smoked five grams of cocaine with Mike Tyson actually says with a straight face, I'm not a gambler. Uh, that- I told that story, and we understand why, <laughs> I mean, though, of course. I can't right. think of a situation. Because I mean, you're gambling with your life. <laughs> that I is mean, correct. Yes, Steve-O. That is correct, yes, yes. Stugat. All right, let's, uh, let's well, get... I was just going to say, you know, my, my feeling about it is, if you have money, uh, why would you want to lose it? And if you don't have money, why would you want to lose it? Like, how are you supposed to pay for five grams of cocaine if you <laughs> lost all your money gambling. That's a good point. It is such a good point. Yeah. Uh, you can't even dispute it. Before we get to the games, what? Uh, put it on the poll, Guillermo, exactly. at Avatar Show. Yes. Uh, can you uh, can you explain to us, just before we get started with these games, like what you consider to be the craziest thing that Johnny Knoxville has asked you to do? Uh, the Okay, let's see here. The craziest thing that Knoxville has asked me to do. I, I don't know. It didn't really work that way too much. Um yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, uh... Okay, we can move on. We can move on. I don't mean to yeah. badger you about this. I, oh, but, no, no, it's all good, dude. I, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it, but, uh, you know, it's not like... Knoxville doesn't really ask us to do stuff too much. Devo said he wanted all, to talk uh, football, Dan. I mean, all right, that's let's talk football. To... <laughs> let's get going. All right, Miami at New England. New England is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Who does Steve-O have? spent a lot of my formative years growing up in Miami. Uh, I, I'm going with the Dolphins, man. That's right. right. I, it would it would be wrong. It would be Good wrong. You know, I dropped out of the I dropped out of the University of Miami. I was kicked out. Um, I just I'm a Miami guy. Why'd you get kicked out? Drugs and and uh, and and vandalism. Yeah, the usual. Course, right. Uh, Las okay. Vegas at Carolina. <laughs> Carolina's a three point dog at home. Who do you have? Oh, man, you know, the, the novelty of the Raiders being in Las Vegas is just uh, is just going to win me over on this one. We're going Vegas. Uh, Jets at Buffalo. Buffalo a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Oh, my God. Jets and Buffalo. That's right. That's the pr- uh, that's the right reaction. Yeah, oh, exactly. my God. Ten yeah. years. They've been watching that game my entire life, Can both teams lose? Yeah. I, I remember the old uh, acronym for the Bills. Boy, I love 
love losing Super Bowls. Never heard that. <laughs> I've never heard that either. I have never clever, heard yeah. the Bills used as an acronym. Are you going to pick a game or are you just going to do comedy? Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> We're sorry. You're, you're, all right, wait We're a minute. Sorry. Wait We're a sorry. minute. <laughs> you, you, I was always such a fan of the idea of going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Bills. That, that is an excellent perfect. way to do that. Yeah. That's an excellent way to choose that. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. New Orleans, a three and a half point favorite at home. Who do you got? Let's see here. In, uh, Tom Brady in, in Tampa, man. I got I got to see how that works, man. I, I, you know, and, and I'm rooting for the guy. I'm going with Tampa. All right. All right. You're really suffering these picks, really? Steve-O. Like you are, I mean. That's you're, you're gambling your entire it, life. It, it really does sound like this hurts you. <laughs> Dallas at the L.A. Rams. The Rams are a three-point dog at home. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. I'm uh, the, the, the Rams The Rams are my team this year. I, I, I'm on the Rams bandwagon. Right. Let's go L.A. All right. All right. We are hoping that you win so that you have please, to come on back uh, back on next week. Uh, thank you for being on with us. Steve-O's Wild Ride Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Anything else you want us to tell uh, to tell us about the podcast other than Mike Tyson's your next guest, which is promotion enough, I suppose. Yeah, Mike Tyson's my next guest. And, you know, uh, I, I put out this multimedia comedy special on my website that is so filthy you have to click something to indicate that you're over 18, even to watch the trailer. It's like a porn site. And, uh, man, is it a lot of fun. It's called Gnarly, and it's at stevo.com. That was what uh, I was promoting when I got duct taped to that billboard in L.A. I don't know if you guys heard about that, but it did get some press. And, uh, yeah, it's well worth checking out stevo.com just for that reason alone. And I do... I hope I win as well because I'd love to come back and talk to you guys. How unpleasant was that entire experience on that billboard? Because they just showed it on television. It looks uh, deeply uncomfortable. Dude, man, I'd never had an article uh, from Vanity Fair, man. (laughs) You know, I did Rolling Stone covered it. Vanity Fair, Variety, TMZ, BuzzFeed, Deadline, CNN, USA Today. It was everywhere. Man. All right. Very good. Right, so it was right. worth it, whatever it is that it was. Uh, yeah. we, we Please will, win, man. Yes, Please we need you win. to win. We'll talk yes. to you next week, hopefully. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Steve-O kind of sounds like he's a big sports fan, but also that he's done a lot of drugs. Got to respect that. Always respecting Hawk and Crowder for different reasons, of course. They're going to be celebrating a football Friday next on the Best of the Joe Show. It is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and I've got some kind of hardcore reggae for you right now from Capleton. This is Who Dem Slew Dem for a Feel Good Friday. That's some Capleton, kind of aggressive Who Dem Slew Dem. Kind of got a busy, aggressive weekend, which I do. I'm running and gunning all weekend long, so that kind of gets me going while at the same time giving me the good vibes on a Feel Good Friday. Always good vibes on the Hawk and Crowder show because they had a football Friday. Plus, they're cool with De'Ara King. Kane's kicking game. A-OK. Hit the over. And where is James Harden? Well, here we go on a football Friday.
feel like a different man. It's so weird to have a football Friday when we haven't even started the Eastern Conference Finals and the heater in it. What <laughs> the hell's going on here? His next couple weeks are about to be so awesome. I know. I know. I'm telling you. So last night, and we will talk about it today, we have a loaded potato of a show. We are going to try to navigate all of it. But I will tell you, and you tell me if you felt the same, I was so happy watching football last night that I can't even begin to tell you. And now, remember, football really hasn't been affected by the pandemic. You know, we missed the preseason games and the Hall of Fame game, but so what? I'm sitting there, and I got the little DirecTV double play working, because I, I told you I've got the one TV that's got DirecTV, just in case I need ACC Network, which I, I did. It was like break glass if you need ACC Network. And I'm sitting there, and I'm doing the little double play between... Hurricanes and UAB and Chiefs and Texans. And then I start thinking about this weekend. I'm like, oh, oh my God, tomorrow. Like there's an FSU game. I don't even know who they play. I'm going to watch. Sure, I'm going to watch. What the hell do I care? <laughs> gonna wa- Does Florida play this weekend? I don't even think they play, yeah, do they? I don't I don't think so. I don't so. even know if they play. Florida Gators football. Should probably keep up with that, huh? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, uh, they don't start till the 26th. Is that uh, their first game's not till the 26th? Is that true? Huh, interesting. So they're a couple we, weeks away. But you away. know what? With them only playing SEC opponents, we're missing our cake games. Ah, we're we're yep. jumping to 26 right into Ole Miss. We're missing our cake games, and I don't like it. Well, I was delighted last night. I really was just flipping between, and then I'm like, all right, then I'll watch watch college football and then Sunday we got our Dolphins and and the the Sunday night game is good and then there's going to be Monday night football and oh yeah the heater in the Eastern Conference finals and we're going to find out tonight who their opponent is but man I love football I just love it that's my favorite sport to watch on TV did you have that same experience last night did you love that it was back yeah, and you know what? I found myself doing something crazy because you know, um, the KC game, Houston, I don't have direct TV. I couldn't watch mm-hmm. the Canes game. I had to go back and watch it online. Houston, KC, when I had to get up and walk the kids back to bed and give them the I love you kisses and hugs, I rewound the game in case I missed a couple plays. I've, I never do that. It's right? hell. You miss a second <laughs> down, who cares? I went back and watched that second down just because I had a second down to watch. We're fiending. We're fiending. And they That's finally exactly gave us a little bit. They gave us, oh, I'm not going to leave that drop over there. I'll just take there all that. Go. How much for one play? How much just for one How much one for one play? second down play? Can you give me one second down play? And so then uh, – if, uh, if you were just, uh, you know, busy today and didn't see social media, the UM Louisville game uh, next Saturday will be 3.30, which will be perfect because there will be a uh, probably a Heat Eastern Conference Finals game, which would be in the evening. So UM Louisville would be your uh, appetizer, and then you get to the main course. So real cool last night. Hurricanes did win. I would tell you this. Did they blow the doors off their opponent? No. I was fine, though. Like, I was not upset at all. First of all, we had the Hurricanes minus 14, so that, that already makes it fine. Bingo. But, I, uh, I, I, like, I was fine. I thought De'Ara King, I mean, he showed you some flashes of how he can make something happen. There were a couple times where he had open receivers and he overthrew and underthrew, and, and so that part was, you know, a little, well, where you go, all right, you got to get the accuracy down. But uh, Cameron Harris can run like hell. I was I was I was fine with that Hurricanes game. They're one and zero, and and I was and they beat them by seventeen points. Like that was no, I got no no issues. 
And I would say I I had to write a quote down because I don't want to be a hater, but I have to be honest. I was appeased. I wasn't impressed. Like right. I, I was, I was happy to see the progress. I was happy to see the offense. They ran not seventy nine plays, which was a thing we were talking about. Is this really yep. going to be a hurry up spread RPO offense? It was, but just wasn't impressed. They didn't. I think they should have dominated. And I was very right. upset by the wide receiver. Now I will tell you this though, uh, UAB, and again a lesser opponent, but UAB did have that week before game, and I think that goes a long way in a season like this. They got that preseason game in because they looked crisper at the beginning of the game than the Hurricanes did. The Hurricanes got it rolling a little bit towards the end, and I think UAB came out a little bit more crisp because they had had the game the previous week. Did I watch the Hurricanes last night and go, oh yeah, they could play with Clemson? No. But did I watch the Hurricanes last night and feel confident about who they have at quarterback? Yes, I felt confident with De'Ara King behind center, and uh, and I felt good overall about the team. So that was kind of my takeaway uh, uh, from it. And the struggles in the passing game, as I watched that Kansas City-Houston game last night, they weren't crisp in the passing game. Mm-hmm. At all. I think the running, and I think this this is a narrative I think is going to happen this week, it's tomorrow, Saturday, college, and NFL Sunday and Monday. Like Kansas City last night, they ran the ball 34 times. They haven't run the ball 34 times in three years or something like that. It's easier to do that. There's no timing involved. So I think, like you're saying, the slow start, the lack of passing game, I think that's going to be a football problem. We'll see. I think that's going to be a football problem more than just a UN problem. All right, let's get headlines here with Alejandro Solana. The University of Miami did beat UAB 31-14. Guys, last season, (laughs) something you didn't mention, UM only scored 30 points or more three times. Once to Virginia Tech, they lost. Once against UAB, it doesn't count. And only one other time in a win against Louisville. Your first game with a new quarterback in a shortened offseason, you score 31 points. I think that's promising for Canes fans. Yeah, no doubt. And you did it without any turnovers. I right. mean, you did it with yeah. your offense. So, yeah, I, I like I said, I, I don't hate on last night. You know, do you, as, as a Hurricane fan living in the past, do you want a 45 nothing beatdown? Yeah, of course you do. But I'll, I'll take what I saw last night, honestly, for the, for the, the shortened... Uh, practice and uh, and new uh, coordinators and new QB and no Gregory Rousseau and Borigalis, the kicker, he was money. I mean, that was a pleasure. You know what? So, that was yeah, your M- he's it. your MVP right now. After, no After doubt. going through last season, oh having my a kicker God. that's going to just bust 25 yards like it's easy, which it right. should be, bro. Right, right. Yes. Those and little damn- 25-yard chip shots and you don't have to uh, sweat uh, uh, thinking whether it's going to go in or not. And I was reading something on can- one of those hurricanes Hot hurricane somethings, and they were saying that um the kickers, that damn punter, what was he? He had his forty eight yards last night or something. Yeah, what's that yeah, dude? We had Lewis, him on before. Lewis Headley, Lu- yeah, Headley, Headley, yeah, bro, like Australian. That, I, I, if you want to give it credit or not, to have a punter that can swing the field and have a kicker that can knock down thirty yards guaranteed, bro, that could change the season. Yeah, he looks a lot better this season too. He was a little underwhelming last year. Remember, he came in as this giant from Australia, tatted up right. everywhere. Uh, I think maybe our expectations, our expectations <laughs> were that he was going to kick the ball out. Out of the stadium, you know, he had I wanted to, him to yeah. bust the ball. I thought the right, ball would right, bust on right. His foot. He had the, like this aura surrounding him. It was like uh, I think it may have been a little unrealistic. Yeah. The new touchdown rings they were unveiled mm, last night. I like that man. The crib. I know. Go ahead, Crowder. You're gonna hate on it, but I loved him. That's so lame. But I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, loved him. <laughs> Hey, man, 
but De'Eric King, y'all were selling me Johnny Menzel, Baker Mayfield, Tim Tebow. I didn't see that, fellas. I'm sorry to say, I didn't see that out of King. Well, again, uh, one now I did see a little uh, Kyler Murray. Is he a short squat guy? He's little. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't realize not. that. I didn't realize. Yeah, he's a small dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, again, that's what I'm saying. Like, I take it all, you know, uh, with, with some context that, hey, here's a transfer and it's a new system for UM and you're playing in a, a situation that is uh, not exactly what is traditional every season leading up to a season. And uh, yeah, he was off on some of his throws. But I mean, there were a couple scrambles, too, that were unbelievable. We were just like, wow. Yeah. Oh, no. The one, there was one. On, I think third down, like third and one or yeah. something, third and two. That was great. And then the touchdown run was good. He seemed like he was reluctant to pull the ball. And Cam Harris, bro, I, I'll tell you this too. The stable of running backs, I know it was UAB, but with Harris, Knighton, and Cheney, I think y'all got something back there right, right now. Like That's impressive. I, the, uh, Eric, the Eric, he wasn't pulling the ball. I was watching a lot of runs where he had right. the edge. He just wouldn't pull it. Pull the ball right. and take the hell off. Well, I, I think, though, he doesn't want to be that guy, though. Right, like he wants to be known as a passer, as a as a as a, 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 a numerous threats. Right, so yeah. sometimes I think quarterbacks are too quick to pull the ball and run with it. And so I'm with you. Like I saw a couple times where yeah. it looked like he would have had yardage, but yeah, I was impressed with Cam Harris as well. I think that kid Damn, can Cam. run. That joke Hope he's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Tree trunk. All right. Anything else, Solana? Yeah, guys. Uh, there was also a NFL football game last night. Yeah, Chiefs talk about it. Thirty four. Texans 20. They hit the over on the meaningless field goal at the end. Yep. Is that crazy? Because Rob Pizzola had given us the over, and it was 53. Crazy. I saw something on Twitter. A guy lost 200 racks off yep. that field goal. saw that. Yeah. I saw yep. that. Oh, my God. How could you sleep? No <laughs> chance that dude has slept yet, right? His units are different than our units. <laughs> yeah, you're not gracious. good. <laughs> In the NBA last night, guys, the Lakers, they beat the Rockets. They now lead. Three games to one. It was a 110 to 100 victory. They held off that late surge by Houston. Yeah, James Harden, fourth quarter, surging. Guy doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just doesn't do anything. Crazy. It is crazy. It doesn't It doesn't do anything. It's crazy. He didn't take yeah. a shot. Think about this, Crowder. James Harden did not shoot a basket in the fourth quarter. Something's going on with him because we've talked I mean, about this too many times in these right? playoffs with James just folding at the end. I mean, is that his, possible to not take a shot? I, I thought his game was was the bulk shooting. I thought like he was a Carmelo where if they're on the court, they're going to shoot. Why are they on yes. the court if they're not shooting? God, yeah, I'm confused by that. Why would Russell Westbrook take come in on a trade and then take over? James, this is your job. He's the number two. He might be scared to tell Russell that he's number two. That might be the problem. He's terrified to tell this man, you're not the number one option, Russ. Somebody texts in, Hawk was nervous about that 14-point cover early. I was nervous late. They weren't even kneeling on the ball late. They had damn Nikosi Perry throwing the ball like deep in their own territory. I'm like, you're not doing this. What are you doing, coach? What are you doing? You don't need to get Nikosi Perry reps. He started the whole damn season last year. Kneel on the ball. Hawk, we need I got some money on this game. They're called evaluation reps. The game was in hand. You need evaluate him last year. <laughs> got coach. money on this game. Leave King in. <laughs> All right, what else, Solana? We have to get to Los Marlins, who won yeah. last night yeah. in dramatic style. First of their seven-game series to decide the fate of the universe. 
They're in the playoffs right now. The playoffs yep. started today. They are a playoff team. Incredible. They play 6-4 against the Phillies, including tonight, Game 2. It's at 5-10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Can't get enough Hawk and Crowder weekdays from 2 to 6, but right now I got something special for you, the Friday tradition. It is the week that was on Hawk and Crowder. Huckman highlights Crowder crowd pleasers. Huckman highlights. Highlights. Crowder crowd pleasers. Crowd pleasers. Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you in Miami. Hi. Shout out to them goons, though. Carry on. Fine ass uh, Kyle. He's got that walk. And it's just normal vasectomy store, but I don't know if anybody knows the story, so I'll tell y'all how it happened. Hi. Up and down there ain't got a chance. You understand what I'm telling you? Oh, my goodness. A gorgonzola crumble. Oh, you're speaking my language. Don't get me naked and bring a bunch of people in the room. And Kyle Lowry's dragging that booty around. Which that adds like 12 minutes. Highlight. I definitely could never get a vasectomy because I don't know if I reach the stomach. Did you not want an upsy downsy? I'm using lotion. Now we know why Odell wanted to go play for the Browns. Mmm, delicioso. Whatever would help the Raptors win. Canada, my home in Adam's maple syrup. You, Canada, maple cream cookies. Tim Hortons and I'm sorry, you. Got, I feel like I'm alone here. I never heard the remix. Shout out to them goons, though. Carry on, carry on. I definitely could never get a vasectomy. Carry on. I'm, I'm pleased. That is how you wrap up a week. It's a feel good Friday. Thanks for spending it with me. Hope your weekend is great. I'm gonna be running all around town this weekend, so if I look a little stressed. Are a little crazy, or there's just a wild look in my eye. I always have a wild look in my eye. Just give me a pat on the back or a virtual pat on the back and say, keep them going, Dan Day. I am Dan Day once again at Dan Day Radio on Twitter. Have a great weekend. I'll be back Monday, 6 o'clock, for another edition of the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.